Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you now, Jeff was still on the show last week, but it was without me. Feels like it's been forever. But Jeff Calkins is joining the show via the phone line, columnist of the Daily Memphian, host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how have you been? How's it going? Well, I think the bigger question is how have you been? We'll ask you that in a minute. But first, in your absence, in your absence, uh, I had to uh, familiarize Sparky. That's his name. Yes. Uh, with cookout, um, Connor helped me because uh, I went to cookout for what was probably the first or second time in my <laughs> life last week, and uh, and Sparky wasn't familiar with cookout, so so we had a we had a fine time explaining that to him, and uh, otherwise got through the week. But um, you uh, have been married since we. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume yes. that all things went off without. So I have two questions. Okay. One. Did anything go wrong? Like, what went wrong? Like, what, um, did, the, did the photographer get drunk? Did the, like, what <laughs> went wrong? And then secondly, secondly, just, you can tell just me. You can just tell us. Who gave the best toast at any of the weddings? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. All right, best toast. I have to give it up to my best man, my brother, Alex Kuhn. Shout out. Well done. He did it at the rehearsal yeah, dinner. Well done. Well Beautiful. And know what was really cool? And I, 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 I said thank you to all of them. My yeah. offensive line coach from the first one I had, the University of Memphis, um, Vance Vice. Uh, uh-huh. We had Barry Odom, um, had Ryan. But there was five or six different coaches who put in a message, and they played them via a uh, projector up there, and they were on video. Oh, so that was cool. So I, they, they, they could get a nice, uh, nice deal. Vance Vice said, I hope the uh, – 
uh, one of the best lines of the weekend. He said, I hope the honeymoon is like a kitchen table, uh, all legs and no drawers. So that I don't, I, I didn't really understand it, but I found it funny. Oh, yeah, all legs and no drawers. Was right, he the same exactly. guy that did the pat on the back, poop in the hand no, thing? No, no, no. That was that was that was strength coach George Cutchlow. <laughs> Although <laughs> he had, I'll say this: uh, like the same kind Coach Vice had some zingers too. He had some good zingers too. So, uh, but yeah, he he had that one. Uh, but Alex, brothers, Alex won. Did he? Did 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 you cry? Had your brothers? I was emotional. Was emotional? I didn't cry, did cry, but it was emotional. I didn't cry. I'm not really. You no, know, it's weird. Like. I'm not a happy crier. I've never, no. I, never, never, not a happy crier. Sad no, crier. I can, I, I'm not. I'm not too. Crier. I'm not too proud to admit that. Not a okay, happy. So crier. anyway, so best quote, best best toast from your brother. Yes. Now, did anything go wrong? Um, <laughs> I brought it up off the top of the show. And I don't know if Connor's told you this already. Nothing really with no. the wedding. Connor showed up at three, thinking the wedding was at three. So he sat down there with me and my groomsmen for two and a half hours before the wedding went off. <laughs> that, that's that's the only thing that went wrong. It was actually like I, you know, all those all the anxiety. It went very smooth, yeah. very smooth. Okay, nothing nothing toppled over. Nobody fainted. Yeah, Everyone I mean, stepped on, on stepped on close. stepped on my wife's dress a couple times, but that's I mean, that's it's fine. long and flowing. It's well, I think did you that's have normal. a first dance? Did you have a traditional first dance? Yeah, we had a first dance. I told okay, the, the I told the people uh, we had. Uh, Oh gosh! Oh, oh gosh! God. No, Yay. it was. It's Yay. a Chris Stapleton Yay. song. I'm losing it right now. It's not friendship. It's a, a millionaire. Millionaire by Chris Stapleton. Millionaire. Yes. Your first dance. Yes. By Chris Stapleton. Uh, did so you take that. dancing lessons for that? Or you no, absolutely dancing? not. We just swayed back and forth. Swayed back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she actually got my dad out for the. Uh, her her dad passed a couple years back, so my dad went out and. Uh, did the father daughter dance? Did she dances. throw the bouquet? Did she? No, do that? we didn't do that. We were did very non. Ask Ask Connor. It was very non traditional. It was very non traditional. I had a, I had. Have you ever heard? Of, this is see. This is fun. Have you ever heard of God Squad? Do you know what God Squad is? By chance? No, I don't think so. So God Squad in in the state of Tennessee, you have to be a uh, leader of a a, a religious leader to be able to oh, sign yeah, off on the marriage. So I just had a God right. Squad. Uh, somebody from God Squad sit in the uh, audience, and I had my buddy, one of our good buddies, who's a doctor at Baptist East, just do the do the ceremony, and it was what five 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 to seven minutes, five to ten minutes, something like that. It, it was really short. Yes, it was short. Yeah, it was short. Just how I like it. Well, good, good. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. I'm glad Thank it went sir. well. Thank you, sir. Yep. So I missed a lot though <laughs> while I was out. We have a new oh, yeah. mayor in Memphis. That's that's we always fun. We do have a new fun. mayor. We do have a new mayor, Paul Young. It, I'm like, if you'd been here to vote, you might have tipped the scales because like nobody voted. So uh, it was, you know, there was fewer than twenty five thousand. But I'm kind of enthusiastic about him. I, I didn't, you know, go into this. There were seventeen candidates, which is preposterous, right? I mean, our whole our system's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and um, but I think, um, and it was actually. You know, Floyd Bonner was was second, and and uh, it wasn't a, a big gap. Um, and uh, Willie Harrington, I think, was third, and then Van Turner was fourth. And uh, but um, I went to the Paul Young victory extravaganza, it looked, and it looked gorgeous. He, he it gave looked awesome. kind of an he gave a uh, he gave a inspiring speech, and you know, I just choose to be hopeful in the end. You know, it's it's a little bit like like. It, it, Given a good uh, acceptance speech or victory night speech, it's a little bit like 
win the press conference when you're a football coach, right? Like, and, and there are certainly those who um, win the press conference and then turn out to be dreadful football coaches. <laughs> Derek right. Dooley is the one who springs uh, most quickly to mind. Derek Dooley was terrific um, when he was introduced and was a disaster as the head coach at the University of Tennessee. Then I don't really particularly remember Fuente or Norvell being particularly impressive in there. They were fine. Like, they were fine uh, when they were introduced. Um, honestly, Ryan was great. Ryan, when he right. was introduced, was great. Um, were you at that? Like, were the were – the, no. They were like – I, I was that. not at that. You were, you were, yeah, no. But anyway, he was great. So, um, so yeah, winning the press conference is only winning the press conference. It doesn't really necessarily connect to anything. But I do believe that part of what the mayor of Memphis has to do is create some, some momentum, some positive feelings, some you know, be, being a bully pul- pulpit and and showing leadership, um, public leadership, um, and being the the optimistic. Um, energetic face of the city, I think, given where we are, is not insignificant. Obviously, the substance is more significant. But of course. So he was good. Yeah, we got a new mayor, and yep. uh, and we got uh, the Grizzlies. We've inter- we reintroduced right. the Grizzlies. I don't know who was more impressive, Paul Young or Derek Rose. Like yeah, Derek, Derek Rose, Rose was, owned it. And his introduction was also, also won the press conference. So that happened while you were away. And... Uh, and but but you know you came back in time for Memphis Tulane this Friday so big football week. What threw me off about Derrick Rose is that even last night with Rob he says it still hasn't hit him that he's back in the city and that people really do adore him the way that they do in this city. The fact it, 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 it almost makes you feel a little bit sad and maybe maybe he didn't feel the love as much as he should have all these years from the city of Memphis. I found it's it's yeah, been kind of strange I, I, but. I think he kind of moved on, and everyone did. I mean, there was obviously awkward, bitter feelings. I mean, he, he was sued by alums, right? I right. mean, he was literally sued by, I think, misguided alums. Um, and um, so I also think I also think the phrase, it hasn't hit me yet, is a phrase people just trot out all the time. <laughs> Even if it has hit them. You know, it hasn't hit me yet. How do you feel about being the number one draft card? Oh, it hasn't hit me yet. How do you feel about breaking this record? Ah. Uh, kind of thing that I'll think about when my career's over. It hasn't hit me yet. Like, that's the kind of thing that people say. I think I said that a million times at the reception last Saturday, too, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you go. It's, it's an, it's an all-purpose works in any situation of heavy emotion and whatever else. You just say, and then if you've all seen athletes say it so much, it hasn't hit me yet, that it's, uh, that it's an easy thing to trot out. How do you feel about whatever? Well, it hasn't hit me yet, and, uh, and that's fine. Um, so... But it was, a, it was, in addition, the nice thing was, is that in addition to the press conference being really terrific, I mean, Derek Rose was terrific in the press conference. And even those who were skeptical about his addition to the team, I think came away from that feeling like, oh, okay, if he can be that thoughtful and, and in, 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 insightful, really, in the locker room, maybe this can rub off on, and let's be honest, yeah. And, um, but then he played well. Yes, they yep. do. That was fun, and uh, it doesn't mean he's going to be a uh, you know uh, you know sixth man of the year or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, but nice to see him. Nice to see people greeting him warmly, and it's a sweet little story. Uh, I'm in, I'm in favor. Yeah, I I didn't. I've been on the boat of I think it means more off the court than on the court. But last night was last night was. I mean, again, first preseason game. 
everybody would ask who gives a damn, but I, I thought there was. It, it looked like he's still got something there, and I think the first twenty-five games he's going to have to. I mean, he's going to have to play some real minutes. He's going to have to. Yeah, I, I think the Grizzlies would tell you it's more off the court. They wouldn't necessarily right. really want to demean him, but I think I think if they were being honest, they would tell you it's more off the court than on the court. But hundred uh, percent for the first twenty-five games is very. I mean, he will be the. You know, at least he'll, it, it appears he's going into the regular season for the first 25 games as the backup point guard. Well, you know, uh, backup point guards play. And so he will be called upon to play, it feels like. Um, after that, depending on how he has played and how things shake out, we'll see. Um, honestly, third point guards play some too often. Mm-hmm. Players get hurt. Players rest. I mean, even in the new NBA, players will rest. And so um, particularly if he plays well, I think it'll have an impact, um, you know, throughout the year. But that's not what – I'm with you. That's not – I don't think that was the impetus for them signing him. It was, in fact, more off the court. No, I think with Memphis Tiger football, we say every week's huge. The Boise State game was huge for, for a lot of other reasons. This is this is the biggest opportunity coming up Friday. They have the rest of the regular season. You can bring up SMU, and when we get to that, we can maybe discuss that. If they beat Tulane and they have a chance to potentially – get over top in the AAC and and make a championship game by beating SMU, we can revisit it. But this is the biggest opportunity seemingly left on the schedule for for this team. Just considering, you know, Tulane is the, let's be honest, the class of the group of five after last year beating USC. And if you can beat them, if you are what you say you are and you want to be at the top of the group of five every year and you want to have a chance to get in the 12-team playoff, this is a game you need to win going forward. Yeah, I think uh, it's nice for that program. I think they've earned this week, and I think they've earned this feeling that it is a, you know, a big game week. I, I, you know, I, I, I do. Like, they only, they only, this week only happens because they've taken care of business and really done what they had to do to get here. Um, and so it's an opportunity for them, and it's an opportunity that wasn't handed to them that they've earned. And it's kind of nice to have a, a week of Memphis football where it feels like, it really matters. It's interesting in terms of the kind of big game it is. I think it's like a big game, like you better not lose it. Right. You know, yes. like that's what Boise felt like you better not win it. I mean, but Boise felt like you better not lose it. This one feels like you've got an opportunity if you win it. You know, it is yeah. more in the nature of an opportunity than a don't screw up. Right, but mm-hmm. Boise felt like, come on, man! If you want us to take it seriously, you got to win this game, or we're out of here. This one is like, you know what? You win this game, all things are possible. Like, like, like Fresno lost this past weekend. Um, the team that beat him, Wyoming, plays there. You know, that, it's all opening up, and it's all possible. And so, it's not about warding off disaster, like beating Boise or whatever. It's about, okay, fine. You wanted, um, you know, you wanted to be back there at the top of the conference. Now you've got a chance to prove it. And this is a huge opportunity for them. Um, and, and, and not in some sort of, yeah, not in some sort of avoid the worst situation. It's a real, um, it's something to look forward to. And I think something that the, you know, the city can look forward to. No, I never got to visit with you after the Boise state game. I, uh, you know, they overcame a disgusting start. That was, that was great. 
They ended up winning the game. That was great. Seth Hennigan didn't turn the ball over. I thought he was one of the big reasons they won. They ran the ball really well down the stretch of that game. Really good special teams play by Jeff Kantonarku, and we've had some struggles with special teams under Ryan Silverfield in this era. Um, so I think that that was all positive. Defense didn't look all that great, but what were your feelings actually coming out of that game? Now, just because you haven't been here, we moved on. No, I'm just gonna like I, I, I and you know, so I usually, I usually it's, hate it's, that, it's, Jeff. I usually hate that, but I still so have to ask. So long ago, my biggest feeling. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Was My biggest, honestly, my biggest feeling was, isn't it nice to see another Jeffrey getting stuff done? G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. <laughs> That's what was. I, I just, anytime a Jeffrey can step up and bring honor to our name yes. in the way he did by 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 absolutely um, with the key play of the game. I was all for that. No, I think what the the, the it, in the end here's the truth. I mean, I, I I did. I said this last week, but when they were down seventeen nothing, there had not been a moment. There's been grumbling before about the state of the program, but there has never been a moment of okay. I've seen enough. It's over. You know, like mm-hmm. we haven't had one of those moments with Ryan. He, he, he hasn't deserved such a, uh, a low uh, moment, but when it was 17, nothing, it felt like yep. he could be headed there. You know, it felt like, okay, this is it. The bottom's dropping out. There will now be a consensus that it's not happening. And so that's how important it was that they, that they come back from what they came back from. I mean, that was a disaster. Uh, waiting to happen and for them to do that and here's the truth you know this better than i if you 
don't believe in each other or don't believe in your coach or don't believe in what the in, in what you're doing in the enterprise, you can't come back from that. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you can come back from that is reflective of the fact of it says something about the team. No, they actually weren't the better team throughout much of that game. And if you look at win probability based on the statistics, even after the game was over, the ESPN win probability stuff was saying, oh, Boise State had a 75% chance of winning that game. Boise State was better throughout much of that game. But the fact that they came back and won, I think, says a lot about where they are and, um, uh, you know, about sort of how they feel about each other. And I think – so they found a way, and that was what was critical, and that's what set up this opportunity. I mean, this would have been a very different week or two weeks, so if you know, had they had they gotten blown out, it really would have been a disaster. And so, um, good for them. Now we've gone from uh, Texas is no longer back to Oklahoma is back. Are you uh, Oklahoma is back? Number five in the AP poll after winning that game. I was damn impressed with Dylan Gabriel and what they were able to do this weekend. Yeah, well, first of all, I also think Texas is back. In other words, I don't think. They're solid. Yes. I don't think the Very fact good. that they lost that game means that they're not back. You know, like it's either they're, ah, oh, they're back. Ha-ha, they're not. No, I think Texas is still back. Like Texas is a good team. Um, and honestly, they may get a chance at Oklahoma again, right? I mean, all that's, I think, very right. possible. So, um, but as for Oklahoma, 100%. Like they gave up a bunch of yards, 535 or something, like, but Brent Venables obviously was supposed to bring a different sort of defense. He brought in, I think, 63 new players on the roster, uh, but you know, one way, shape, or form. And they, in critical moments, whether it was the goal line stand yep. or whether it was the turnover, like they, they sacked, you know, forced, forcing turnovers, second Quinn years five times, I think. So they did what they. It, it was not a Lincoln Riley defensive performance, even though. Even though it wasn't, you know, you look at the numbers, it doesn't, you know. And then obviously Dylan Gabriel coming through in the way he did, he was better. He was better, and that, like that touchdown pass, he looked like he looked like he was throwing out of a hole. He was so, yep. you know, he was four guys converging on him. It was just really impressive. Um, I, I think before the year, there was a lot of people like questioning their readiness for the SEC, uh, Oklahoma and Texas. I don't know if you were ranking them right now. Would they be anywhere outside of the top four in the SEC? I mean, Alabama, no. Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma would be the top. Would be the top four in the SEC in twenty twenty. They might right now be two and three. You know, I mean, uh, you, you you had the Jalen Milrow right. game this week from Alabama, but Alabama couldn't run the ball, couldn't protect the quarterback. Like, like, are they really that scary, Alabama? I'm not saying. I'm not saying defense they're, they're, looks they're, damn they're, good. I'll give them that. Hundred percent. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I, I don't necessarily say that it's definitive that Oklahoma and Texas would both be ahead of Alabama. They'd certainly be in the same basket. 100% they'd be in the same basket. They look like those teams look like teams that would be among the elite in the SEC, just like they're, you know, elite nationally and they're elite among the, in the SEC. Now, it's kind of a down year in the West, right? Doesn't yeah. feel like that. So maybe it's not a fair year to be, to be you know, measuring. Um, you know, you're not it's a year before they're going to join, though, right? Like it's like a, no, I know, no, you're right. This is that is the SEC they're going to be joining. No, you're 100 percent right about that. But is LSU really going to have you know not going to have a secondary most years? Like is you know like I don't know. Um, but yes, I think you're right. I, it, it's it's it still does. It'll they'll find it harder going in the SEC. Of course they will, right? I mean it'll be harder in the SEC. Um, but 
they look like elite programs. And, yes, they look like they would slot in behind right now, particularly after what Georgia did Kentucky, they'd slot them in behind Georgia and right there with Alabama, 100%. Now, I don't think this will take that long. Again, talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Uh, But uh, any takeaways from AAC uh, preseason media day for basketball? First team, you had uh, uh, Javon Quinterly. Second team, Jordan Brown. First overall in the media poll, Florida Atlantic. Second, Memphis. It's going to be a fight for third, seemingly, in the AAC. Uh, I think the only surprise I could take, and this is not even really that much of a discussion, um, rookie of the year, Carl Sharonfont and J.J. Taylor up there. I don't even know if they'll play. I don't know how much well, many minutes they'll get. Funny. It, 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 if that's the – like, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not deeply familiar with all the incoming freshmen at AAC schools. At right? North so, Texas? No, neither am I. But if those are the two leaders – J.J. Taylor in particular, like, but I, yes, neither one of those is guaranteed minutes. So that was, um, that was sort of a surprise. And I suppose if people want, they can be enraged that uh, not really that FAU was ahead of Memphis, but that the, that the gap was as big as it was, 11 first place yeah. votes to three for Memphis, but whatever. Like, the truth of the matter is Penny probably welcomes that. It, because it's, it is absolutely meaningless doesn't change the nature of your team or the nature of FAU's team or anything else. And it does, I suppose, if you believe in this stuff, uh, it gives you a little bit of a, a talking point um, to, uh, to, to help Penny focus the mind of his players with this narrative that they are not being taken seriously. So other than that, no. I, I think, don't. I, I think I they're one A, one B in the conference, though. I, I don't. Clearly one A, one B. Yeah. And I think, they, and I think, in fairness, it's okay to say that that, that FIU is one A right now. Particularly they, they made the final four, and they have the same team coming exactly. back, and the same they have coach, the same team, and they beat you. Now, yes. mind you, you know, yeah. <laughs> timeout. Yeah. They have the same team, and uh, DeAndre Williams is limbo. You know. I get it. I mean, I I completely understand. I I I refuse to get outraged about that. I honestly, to be fair. I haven't seen a whole lot of Tiger fans overly outraged by it. No. I think it was uh, fully no. expected. It was a dumb thing to be outraged about. Yeah, and there was a time, <laughs> and also there was a time and place where the, there would have been more outrage about Curtis Givens going to LSU, but I haven't seen as much as we would have in the past. I think people are uh, sort of transitioning well, away from high school. There I was think, some. There was some out there. There but. was definitely surprise. There was 100% surprise. I think there was But the anger. Some- was it a, not, a little it lower? Anger, because honestly, he's not. With all due respect, he's not that important. I, I, I don't mean that like it, he's 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 a he's a freshman, right? Freshman. What freshmen have made impact? What freshmen outside of the top a top ten national freshmen have made massive impacts under Penny Hardaway? Right? Not many. Not None, many. And really. so, so that, that's all. He's he's a very good player, obviously. Um, but he's not a you know top five player in America, and he's a freshman. And of course, the guy should be able to go where he wants yeah. to go and flourish where he wants to flourish. I did hear some people thinking it was a little bit galling that he chose to make his announcement at a Memphis barbecue restaurant. Like, couldn't he could have picked Owen Brennan's or something a little more symbolic of where he was headed? But uh, is it a is it a is it is it salt in the wound that there he was? Uh, at a Memphis barbecue restaurant. He's ties, he's an LSU. I think he's got more than enough ties to the city to be able to go wherever the hell he wants in the city of I Memphis and make too. his announcement, I, right? I, I think he can, too. Yeah. I, it is absolutely true that people thought 
for all kinds of reasons that he was going to pick Memphis. And one of those reasons was, hey, if you're going to have a big Memphis celebration, presumably that means you're going to Memphis, right? And But no, no such luck. And, uh, and of course, I wish him well. And you never know. Like, given in the age of the transfer portal in the NIL, he could be showing up here as a junior. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. just never know. Yep, I've heard you everybody know? make that point. I completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. 100%. Well, Jeff, appreciate Welcome it. Welcome back. I'm Welcome glad to back. be back. Well, well, well. Glad to talk right. with you. Yes, sir. Bye. Yes, sir. That's Jeff Colgett's columnist of the Daily Memphian, also host of the Jeff Colgett Show, 92.9 FM ESPN, 9 to 11 on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Now, there's a family-owned and operated retail store, men's store, that's been making waves in East Memphis and in Memphis in general for over a decade. That would be Oxbow. Uh, conveniently placed right off Poplar, 964 June Road, off Poplar on June Road, behind the Amico Station. Make sure you get by. Two-story storefront, beautiful, welcoming staff. They'll show you exactly what you need to get. And uh, the gift for the men, uh, you know, the polos, the T-shirts, uh, everything there, their sports memorabilia. Make sure you get into Oxbow. And what I have to point my Memphis Tiger fans in the right direction uh, to before we get to Friday and you're on Tiger Lane and you're having a beer in your hand, you made double fist, I don't know. But if you're going to have a beer in your hand on Tiger Lane, go check out the Memphis State Pouncer Collection. The polos are beautiful. I grabbed one. I absolutely love it. It is, uh, it is uh, genteel apparel. You are going to love it. As well, but they also have the greatest brands: Free Fly, Genteel, Fair Harbor, Mizzen and Main, Duckhead. Get over to 964 June Road, off Poplar, on June Road, behind the Amico Station, and take care of yourself. But on top of that, I mentioned the sports memorabilia and the clothes, vintage vinyl. Uh, they have hunting and outdoor gear for the adventurous souls. You will love it over at Oxbow. And what I can do for you, because I like to give back, you can go online. They have all their great selection online as well. ShopOxbow.com is where you can find it. And when you go to check out, they, can, uh, they, they provide a, a space for you to put in a promo code. So when you go to check out at shopoxbow.com, put in promo code THEGABESHOW, all caps, no spaces, THEGABESHOW, and you will get 20% off your online order. Again, at shopoxbow.com, use promo code THEGABESHOW. Shop local, shop Oxbow. Time to take a trip around the National Football League. There's a lot to discuss. We'll do it on the other side, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. And as is customary, right here at about 5.30, we take a trip around the National Football League brought to you by Long Shots. The Dallas Cowboys. All right, for the second time this year, I have to ask the question, what the hell was that? First you lose, and just an inexplicable game to the Arizona Cardinals. Like, I just, I again, I just don't get it. Now, I understand a loss to the San Francisco 49ers. They're the best team in the NFL right now. If you, you know, I mean, at the top of all markets to win the Super Bowl, they're there, and I give a lot of respect to what they've done, okay? But 42 to 10? You looked lost on defense. You looked inept on offense, just embarrassingly bad on offense, and you lose 42 to 10. I, you can't just tell me Trayvon Diggs is out so you can't cover anybody. That's, it's not a good enough excuse. And I understand you look at the 49ers, good offensive line. Christian McCaffrey's going to keep them on pace. He'll run for at least, you know, three, four yards of carry. It's tough to deal with that team. 
but 42 to 10 after all the things you said leading up this week. We're going to stick in there. We, you know, we have a good game plan, all that. Kyle Shanahan ran circles around Mike McCarthy. Brock Purdy, who is a uh, Mr. Irrelevant, who makes $800,000 a year, ran it's not even just circles. I don't even know how to explain it, what he did to Dak Prescott. He made Dak Prescott look like the worst quarterback in the NFL last night, and that partly that was a 49ers defense. But that was horrible. And, like, some of the things I've heard Dak after it says, this loss to the 49ers was a different level of humbling. He said, quote, didn't see it coming. Put everything into it and got punched in the mouth. Called it a couple weeks ago, humbling against Arizona, but this may be the most humbling I've ever, uh, humbling, the most humbling experience I've ever been a part of. Felt good about the preparation. Felt good about everything. Honestly, coming into this game, matchups, they beat us in every aspect, end quote. And then Dante Whitner, who is part of like an alternate broadcast, three-time pro bowler, really good player for the uh, San Francisco 49ers back in the day. He said the Dak stinks. And quite frankly, after last night, that is a great time to say it. He, he also mentioned, you know, the Cowboys, whoever their OC is, tends to hide Dak's in, insufficiencies, right? Like he, he gets the ball out quick. They run, they run little slant routes, little intermediate routes that he just looks at one receiver, stares him down, tries to take uh, pick apart a one-on-one. That last pick last night was just so whack, like in so many different ways. He had a little slant route coming across the middle. You could have seen somebody just sitting there on it. He threw it anyway, stared it down the whole way. I thought this was supposed to be the year, even if you're playing against good defenses, even if you're in that playoff-type atmosphere against a team like the 49ers who have owned you, I figured that this was the time Dak needed to step up and show what he was made of. But instead, 150 yards, one TD, three INTs. And you have Brandon Cooks, you have C.D. Lamb. You have enough on that offense to get going. He was embarrassing last night. And I, I do have to step back a little bit here on something I've said in the past. Like, I've been saying 49ers may be a quarterback away. Brock Purdy impressed me last night, Connor. I don't know if you like. I don't know if you're on the same level. Like I, I have said in the past, I don't think he does anything impressive. I haven't seen him do anything impressive. Last night was impressive. That first, what convinced me too was that first drive coming out of halftime. They got set back a couple times. He was four for four, 83 yards and a TD on that particular drive. Now some of these guys are wide open. Some of them not necessarily. He's throwing it into tighter windows. He's got more confidence. The one across the middle to Brandon Ayuk was beautiful. The one that there was a penalty on down the sideline to Brandon Ayuk was beautiful. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, the one over the middle was to Debo Samuel. Let me correct myself. But he is starting to really look like a top-tier quarterback, and I'm impressed. And you could say, oh, just replace him, anybody, put anybody in there in that Kyle Shanahan system, and they're going to cook. Brock Purdy's doing it at a very high level, and he needs his respect, and I'm going to give him his respect. It's Brocktober. It is Brocktober. There we go. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts. How many games are we in? Five? We're in five games? Anthony Richardson's had two concussions, and now he has a sprained AC joint that's going to keep him out. Initial diagnosis is a grade three AC joint sprain. If you know anything about grades, that means it's close to a separation. 
which means that he could potentially miss a month or more. Feels like the Colts are trying to be, you know, intrusive. They're not really telling anything. This was always my fear with him, man. And I know it, like, I know it may not necessarily be like all his fault, right? But he relies on his legs a lot. That's what really hurt him on the in the concussion situations. This one, obviously, it's a freak thing. Things happen. But through five weeks, we've dealt with three injuries with Anthony Richardson because you threw him in there too early. Now, I think he's good when he plays. I'm not. I'm, I'm actually impressed more than I thought I would be by Anthony Richardson on the field with the Colts. They're a three and two team. Just hammer the Titans. Like, I get it. Like, they, they look like a solid team. But Gardner Minshew is going to take a, about a month of playing time from him. Gardner Minshew has been solid as well. I just hate to see this for a young quarterback who's trying to come into his own. Being held off of the field and having to come back from injury after injury, trust yourself, trust your instincts, be confident. You could lose confidence this way. I hope it doesn't happen to Anthony Richardson. The Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, this is the stat from yesterday that blew my mind. Patrick Mahomes has now defeated every team in the NFL except the Chiefs because he plays for the Chiefs, including the playoffs. He's the 10th starting quarterback to defeat 31 different NFL franchises, and he's the first to do it before age 30. Patrick Mahomes is in a level all of his own. Now, you could say that, you know, yesterday he got helped a whole lot, but he's 28 years old and he's beaten 31 of the 32 NFL franchises. The only one he hasn't beat is the one that he is locked in with for the next ever, forever. He is so damn good. And I know, like, the early going of the season, you look at the 49ers and you say, this is the team to beat in the NFL. You can always hang your hat on the Chiefs because that guy's there, Travis Kelsey's there, Andy Reid's there, Chris Jones. is there. You can always hang your hat on the Chiefs as it uh, as, as we get down the stretch of the season. But I had to drop that stat, stat because it's unbelievable. The New York Jets. They're cursed! I, I did like to see they beat a they beat old Meanie, Sean Payton, Nathaniel Hackett, every pat him on the back. Aaron Rodgers going to Twitter, putting like Hackett and the heart next to it. So that was that was fun. And you know the Broncos just stink, so I'm not I'm not going to read into that. And Russell Wilson, sidebar, Russell Wilson will not take a check down. He's not listening to Sean Payton. We thought that he could like tame him down and like calm him down. Not working. Not working in the slightest. But the news I have to bring up today is a really good, young offensive lineman. A guy that they drafted really early out of USC, Elijah Vera Tucker. We had the Achilles injury with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Achilles injury for this guy. Third year in the league. And I, I truly believe, like, pro bowl, all pro upside when he's on the field. But Achilles injury for an old lineman can really hurt you long term. But the Jets, it's just when one thing goes right, four things go wrong. And it's just, it's brutal to see after a game like that when you win for your coach and you're on this emotional high. Zach Wilson still didn't play well, but he played well two games ago in a loss. Elijah Vera Tucker gone for the year, and we'll see when he's able to get back. Because an Achilles injury, man, I'm telling you, for O-linemen, you have to stomp, you have to plant. That is not fun to deal with. I, I hope it works out for Elijah Vera Tucker long term, though. Now, there's only one place in town, in the city of Memphis. It gives you option after option when it comes to spirits. That would be Old Dominic Distillery. I tell you about it all the time. They have gin, though. They have vodka. They have their famous toddy, which is now repackaged. They have whiskey. What do I tell you? When they finish it, maple sugar charcoal distilling. So you're going to have that sweet little bite. 
You can put it on ice. You can drink it neat. You're going to love it. You can put it in your favorite cocktail. But they also have bourbon. I have to point you in the direction of. Newly released bourbon line is ready and available for bottles, including cast strength, one age four years, one age five years, and bottled and bond. All those are available in the area as well as the regular bottle. Get your hands on a bottle as soon as possible. They, they always, always take care of you at Old Dominic, and that's why you need to go down to 305 South Front Street to that distillery and check out what makes them so special, whether you're grabbing that drink at a bar or joining them for a tour and tasting that you can book at olddominic.com. Old Dominic Distillery. Come say hi. Now, Small Talk is on the way, and it is next. Stick around. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is presented by the Memphis Touchdown Club. They have their speaker series continuing to roll along Hilton Memphis every single Monday. Make sure you get to one of those speaking engagements. For tickets, for information, go to memphistouchdownclub.com. Now, I want to do a little recap of things I missed while I was out of the office. First of all, I was flying on the 2nd of October. And I landed in Miami, and I, you know, you turn your phone on airplane mode, and then you turn it off, and you get all the, you know, explanation. You check Twitter, just scroll through a little bit. Twenty-seven years after the fact, they arrested someone for Tupac's murder, Keith D. I, I know I, this may this is old news to people, but I'm just I have to bring this up because Dwayne Keith Davis arrested for Tupac's murder. Twenty-seven years later, it was September thirteenth, nineteen ninety-six, when Tupac was murdered. The date was October second, twenty twenty-three, and they finally arrested and. I think that there was some situation where he was like talking on a on a documentary of some sort and somehow confessed and that's why they brought him in. I 27 years go by though. Like how does this how does that happen? People hiding it, people trying to swipe it under the table, well, I'm not going to act. I think it's one of those situations where it's like a not so little secret probably about who did it, if that makes any sense. But you couldn't fully tie it to him until he tied it to well, himself. Nobody, nobody wanted to be a snitch. At what did he day. think? There was like a statute of limitations. He never got brought in. Like, what did he think? <laughs> Admitting would, it out front, though. That would actually be pretty funny. Like, what did he that think? I don't know. I don't know. But oh, yeah, they can't crazy. arrest me. It's been 27 years since I committed first-degree murder. They can't arrest me for that. I, I just, I, I never thought I'd see the day that that type of thing would come across my timeline on Twitter. It I was did, floored. Did you ever have a, a time in your youth where you thought Tupac was still alive? Because I feel oh, like course. I feel like all of us go through it when we're like twelve years old, thirteen years old. We first start listening to Tupac and we're like, he's still alive. You know, there's the seven days theory and like all that stuff. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah. I, Machiavelli. I, yeah, I definitely I dove back. Oh, hey, I've back been in there. my teen years. I've been, yeah. there. Yes. I've been in a rabbit hole on, on YouTube. YouTube videos. This. Yes. You better believe but, it. But you know, um, when he didn't come back, what I forget what the day was. It was, it was supposed, supposed to be, be recently. Well, it was yes. within like the last few years when he was yes, supposed to come back. Yes, but I think back. that I think that there was like shouts on Twitter and there social media saying this is supposed to be the day. And no, uh, yeah, yeah. When I he saw didn't, a picture in Cuba. Didn't he, when he didn't YouTube resurface like yeah. Machiavelli on that day, you knew okay, Keith D probably got him. Keith then, D probably got him. Yes, um, but twenty seven. It's just it's just mind boggling to me that that's the case. Also, I missed uh, Travis Kelsey being. <laughs> Being photographed at a uh, a general store, a uh, a gas station, buying honey duchess. Good for him. Legal to smoke weed in the state of Missouri. I'll say that it is recreational there. So have you seen? I, I don't know if he was in Kansas or Missouri, <laughs> so I don't have know you? if he was following the law. But honey duchess, we I I don't think he was just smoking the honey duchess. That's Here's my I'll that's say. my you know. Let the first man off. live. Let the man live. Yes. Have you seen that the Swifties are going after artificial turf now? <laughs> 
incredible. It's incredible. And he wasn't even hurt. We, he came out for the second half. Well, he was hurt, but he came out for the second We predicted half. this happening. We predicted on this show that the Swifties were going to come after artificial turf if somebody yep. gets hurt. We said it was going to happen, and I'm just glad it has. And if anybody could take down artificial turf, it's the Swifties. This, oh, the Swifties. Golly. They're something else. Love them. That's really what you missed. You missed Taylor Swift talk, mostly. Yeah, well, I had, it's crazy. I talked about the back half of two weeks ago was all Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That's what it was last week, too. And it's still here. It's still here. But he's buying Honey Duchess. Do you think Taylor approves of his uh, habits? Probably. <laughs> you think she participates? Probably. Probably. She's yeah. an artist. Yeah. And I did see also today the University of Memphis put out some AI pictures. Yeah, is it cringy or no? It's just a swing like, and a miss. I get what they were trying. Saying she's I'm not in. sure it's cringy. I, I think it's a swing and a miss. I saw some people, they, I, I'm okay with it. Everybody's doing they those AI something. pictures. Yeah. It, they should, I, I don't, I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of AI because of reasons with the WGA strike and the SAG after stuff going on right now. I think that there's a purpose for it. I just think they used the wrong celebrity, but I also understand why they were trying to piggyback. It's topical. It's topical. They were trying to do the Swift thing, but hey, maybe use a Memphian, a Memphis celebrity, maybe Juicy J, somebody like that. Like you can... I think that might be a better representation of what we I'm were trying to I'm not as mad at this effort as other people I understand. Are. I'm not mad it, at it. it. For I those who don't know, they just, just put a shout a on Instagram and yeah. on Twitter that said, Taylor Swift 13, tagged her, told us to tell you to pack the bowl, and it's two Listen, AI pictures of her in Memphis. Social media is a very difficult job to have. You, you have to try a lot of things. You have to try to engage the fan base, do a bunch of stuff. They tried something. It didn't work. Not that big of a deal. Um, now, last thing, moron of the week goes to the guy who t- tried to take the ball from uh, – Tyreek Hill's mother. <laughs> yeah. Why are you thirsty? That, incredible. that dude is the thirstiest guy. Grown men at sporting events oh, need to be God. studied in a lab. It's very – they can, know who some my favorite of them can grown turn man, into a very, very weird thing. Know who my favorite grown man at a sporting event is, though? The guy who's on Monday Night Football who paints, you know, his face and his whole Did body. the, the Jaguar? colors. Yeah, but he paints his, you know, his – to his face and his body, the whole his team's colors, and they're losing like forty five to ten. <laughs> yeah, and then they show him his sad face. Those are real fans, though. Like that, yeah, they're real fans. But the get up probably took what, you know, five hours for you to watch your team get absolutely I'll, smacked. I'll, just, I'll never forget. And John, I think it was Josh's rookie season, maybe the second year. I saw a grown man push a child out of the way to try to get a John Moran autograph, and it's just like y'all have got it. So like I, you can get in passion, I get it, but like when it comes to stealing balls from moms and children, maybe take a back seat. I forget. I mean, I would have been like 12, 13 years old. I went to the home run derby when it was in St. Louis. Got tickets. My dad got tickets. So happy to be there. And we were out in right field. There's a bunch of lefties. So it was like Ryan Howard, Prince Fielder. There's a guy standing like behind me who caught two home run balls pushing off my 12-year-old back to go catch it and didn't give me one of them. Well, you would be a big ladder. I could, I could see that strategy. And he probably didn't think I was 12. Those no, he probably right. thought yeah, you were probably, a grown man, a, too. This guy's 25 yeah, years. He definitely Sit thought down. you were a grown-ass stop man, looking, Stop crying, you 35-year-old. Yeah, what yeah. were you, six feet tall? <laughs> yeah, probably 190? so. But still, damn. But this this man, <laughs> this guy who tried to steal the ball from Tyreek Hill's mother is the most ridiculous Just thing. have more self-awareness, people. And then he, like, hugged it and, like, kept it. He was like... He was like embracing it like it was one, like it was his baby, like it was one of his own. To his credit, though, it did seem like he apologized to her once well, he yeah, realized he what get, was happening. Well, but he got I, caught up in the excitement. It happens. If he did not apologize, he would have gotten absolutely pummeled by every uh, Dolphins fan in that section. And he should have been. He would have gotten killed. Yeah. 
But Tyreek Hill's mom was right behind it. And you see Tyreek Hill's, like, friend like, hey. behind it. He's like, hey, this is for, this is for his mom. Yeah. So, like, I also think it's hilarious that that guy thought that Tyreek Hill would be giving him a football. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like, I'm the chosen one? Yes. Me? Yeah, it's like, no, you idiot. No. It's the person behind you. Yeah, it's the... You know that <laughs> you know that woman right there. It's the woman the Tyree wearing Tyreek's mom on her back. Yes, yeah. exactly. You moron, <laughs> complete moron. Here's your we, sign. Yeah, third third hour is on the way. We'll get to the blitz at six thirty. Talk about Curtis Givens committing to LSU over Memphis. But coming up next, have some more college football to talk about with the associate executive director of the Autos and Liberty Bowl, Harold Grader. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.